fake pages popping fake up pages. too. Yeah, How many Ted's Buds pages is man, out there? It's probably like 20, 30 of them, and then they got fake websites. Like, yeah. don't be going to the dot nets and all that. <laughs> you could, they, put, they got numbers on there. You could call somebody in, in Africa is going to answer. <laughs> uh, y'all got duck sauce? Uh, you order on the website. <laughs> you know, so there's people out here getting God with it. Let me tell you right now, man, it's only two pages. You got Ted's Buds Goods, no underscore, no period. And you got Ted's Buds Co, one underscore. Mm. Underscore, not one underscore, but underscore after the O. Yeah. Like, that is Those it, are the bro. real pages. Don't quit. People keep hitting me saying they sent money and then they slandered me online because they think yeah. I stole their money or something. Yeah. Yeah. No, we're not doing all of that. Like, you didn't send it to me. Your Ganja Podcast, Mr. X to the Z Exhibit. And I'm your girl, Tammy, a.k.a. The Cannabis Cutie. Yes, and it is another exciting episode mm-hmm. of the world's best cannabis podcast. I'm going to claim that right now. Hey, yes, let's go. In the name of Jesus, in the name of the Lord. Yeah. <laughs> Weed smoking, wine making Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> Anointing oil Jesus. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Gang of fish, fish fry Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> So, you know, uh, before we get into today's episode, you know, we always have very, you know, insightful moments before we start talking to our guests. And, you know, I had an epiphany today. Did you? I don't like people mm-hmm. <laughs> that letter curse. <laughs> that what? Letter curse. Letter curse? Yes. Uh, let me that? explain. Let oh, me explain. Oh, what the F? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> He's dumb at AF. Uh, what the f bro you know yeah, yo you're a real b like if you're gonna if you're gonna go there and not say the cuss word i don't trust you say it with your chest say, say it with, with your, your fucking chest you know we in the valley man you don't hear a lot of that yo, yo, it, I, yo I, I, it just dawned on me today that i don't like letter curses hmm. yeah I, I wonder i wonder if that's a thing how do All you feel right. about that I have two little kids Mm. and they're not little anymore. I'm lying. And so I try not to cuss because I've heard them cuss. Like I've heard my daughter go full blown. What the fuck, bro? And I'm like, no. No, I'm talking about people that do it in front of adults. You know what I'm saying? Like we're like all adults in the room. Pick me behavior. Yeah. Yeah. What's your effing problem? Yeah. Pick me behavior. That's kind of that the hipster talk. Yeah, you know what I'm saying that's that hipster talk, right? Say it with your chest, right? Saying it with our chest on the Lasagna Ganja podcast today. We got Theodore from Ted's Buds in the building. How are you, sir? I'm very good, man. Yes. Uh, yeah, delightful, <laughs> delightful to be on a goddamn podcast, yeah, man. Yeah. You know, thank you for having me, man. We got a lot to talk about. Um, you know, it's a lot of fugazi shit going on in the game. <laughs> we gonna get to I'm it. I'm here to expose it today. We gonna get to it. For those that, that for those that are not in the know, Theodore. First of all, there's not many black owned and operated cannabis brands, um, to speak of, uh, uh, compared to the masses. So when these when I met this young man, um, I'm his product preceded us meeting. It was very innovative and in, in, in up to date. It was a shoe box that was dressed like shoes and it had product in it. And, you know, it just spoke to the culture. It spoke to the way that we speak to each other in the culture. And and I was like, oh, man, you know, like uh, when I met him, 
and I saw how, you know, intelligent this brother is, how focused he is on branding and marketing, what he brings to the table. I was very impressed. I'm very glad that you're here with us today. Um, so give us a background on how Ted's Bud started, what the philosophy was for the marketing branding, and um, how you got into cannabis. Let's back it up even further. All right. All right. We going way back. Uh, Ted's Buzz really started um, in 2014, man. I was going to Cal State Northridge. Shit, man. It started off as a dispensary called Husker Boy Associates. I named it after my cousin who got killed because mm. he had Husker Boy on his arm. You feel me? And so um, it started off as a dispensary in South Central, then a grow way up in Apple Valley, Victorville area. Mm. And then once legalization happened, shit, it turned, it, we went full-fledged with it. So it took a while. It was a lot of blood, sweat, and tears, a lot of risk I had to take to get here. And um, that's why I'm so focused and so determined to make sure that my legal hustle is Flawless, you know do you, what I mean? Do you think there is a benefit or what was the biggest observation from the traditional market into the legal market? And what would you say the pros and cons are of that? And why did you decide to go legal? Um, I mean, like, I'm not the average weed dude. You know, um, shit, I went to school. I was always a scholar, um, but... I've done a lot of fucked up shit in my in my own life. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Then uh, I thank God for um, taking me out of those situations and turning it into something legal mm. because I don't relate to a lot of guys. Like I had to do a lot of shit, mm. and it, it was it wasn't cool. Right? Like it wasn't cool. So I'm very determined about my legal hustle. Correct. The name of the game is to stay out here, not to be out here. Mm. So, yeah. I can't be getting locked up. I can't be risking my life. You know yeah, how it goes. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, so how long? When when did Ted's Buzz start, and what was the environment like in the beginning? Ted's Buzz like started in twenty eighteen. Mm. Twenty eighteen is when Ted's Buzz started. Uh, got I got licensed because I had a pre existing business prior to twenty sixteen. Mm. I got weed charges from high school, so it just threw me straight at the top of the list. You know what I mean? So. Mm -hmm. Straight from there, like, it, it it was light work. I just had to do my own research. Mm. So that meant I had to be down at the DCR office on FIG. I had to be at LADBS. I had to pull up the big-ass maps from LADBS to see. I didn't know about Zemus at this time, but I had to look for all the M zones. You know what I mean? Mm. When I first jumped in, I just wanted to grow. But my allergies got so bad, I can't grow. You know? <laughs> okay, pause before we go any further. You said a lot of acronyms. And also explain why your charges got you put to the top of the list. Okay, so I'm social equity. I ain't no mm -hmm. shit about that in the beginning. Right. You know what I'm saying? I ain't know nothing about social equity. Um, but I had weed charges from high school. Mm -hmm. If you live in a socially impacted drug, like drug area, mm -hmm. um, they have a list of different area uh, zip codes you can go look up on the, on the DCR uh, website. Mm. that'll tell you if you li lived in a drug-impacted area, that'll place you in Tier 3. If you were considered low income, you know, and you have taxes approved that, you can submit that, you know what I mean, and be a a, a Tier 2. Mm -hmm. And then if you got weed charges, you can submit your your uh, your uh file or your, your arrest record, mm. and then that'll put you in Tier 1. I had all three. I was broke. You did a trifecta. I lived in a drug impacted area. I was yeah. fucking broke. And, and I had weed charges. But yeah. shit, I had to do what I had to do. And I had to read that shit myself, man. I had yeah. to read all that shit myself. I did not have a compliance director. 
I did not have somebody over my shoulder telling me what I needed to do. Mm-hmm. I knew that what I was doing at the time was going to get me locked up or killed. So at the end of the day, man, I just put my all into that. Mm-hmm. If you was to ask me back then, what what's your plan? I didn't have a plan. I just knew I needed to I needed to clean myself. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I need to get I need to get all the way right. So that's that's what the fuck I did, man. And so I put mm-hmm. my all into it. And like I said, Los Angeles Department of Building and Safety, going down to planning and shit like that, pulling, asking them for the maps of the whole city and which areas that I could actually get a warehouse in, and then drive around that area and look for lease signs outside a warehouse mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and calling ags. And then ninety percent, oh cannabis, no, oh cannabis, no, because mm-hmm. I want to cultivate. Do you know what I mean? That mm-hmm. was my main thing. I love genetics, so mm-hmm. that was my whole thing. But I, I applied for distro. And cultivation, specialty indoor, five thousand square feet. I didn't want to go super big, so mm-hmm. shit. It ended up ended up working out very well for me. Yeah, you know right. what I mean. Um, through the grace of God, like shit, I, a, a building fell in my lap due mm-hmm. to due to one of my homies, and shit. It, I applied for it. The the city of LA is fucked up because you get you get a I'm sorry for, no no, no. Yeah, come on no no, 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 no. We, say, we say fucked up all the time yeah. but the city of LA is fucked up because um before you get licensed you got to have a building yep mm-hmm. you got to hold on to that bitch yep. you know what I'm saying you paying twenty thousand in rent mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying so and that, they're not so, releasing any licenses so, so, do you yeah. think do you yeah. think the game and the way it's set up is Rigged in a sense. You yeah. think you think yeah. it, do you think it's stacked against yes, us sir. to, yeah, to it's, succeed? It's, it's fucking it's fucking rigged. It's yeah. fucking rigged, and I'm I'm gonna keep it all the way real mm-hmm. because just like when they did the um the retail rounds for social equity, and they said it was a how quick you can get on the internet and apply. It was the first what two hundred people to to apply would get to, would get licensed or some shit like that. Yeah, you there know was what a I mean. Big scandal what if, around what if, that. What if, and this for social equity. What if you don't got good internet? Like the people that's applying don't have the resources to be able to be on some time crunch to hurry up and submit an application to hurry up and get a license. Or have a bot that can do it. A bot that can do yeah. it. And then yeah. you got other motherfuckers who are behind some behind some social uh, equity candidates and they got, you know what I'm saying, 10 computers up all at once. Yep. Right. And they submit that shit quick. I, I submitted yeah. mine in under 60 seconds. I was like 273 or some shit like wow. that. You yeah. know what I mean? There was a big um, scandal around how, how that how that all worked yeah, out because people I, were we, able to have it ready to hit submit as soon as the time turned. Dude, and, we, wow. yeah. we went down the goddamn, we went down to City Hall, dude. We talked shit to Cat Packer. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, we, I remember we, that. We, bro, I, I was down there. I was down there. Me and Dejay, dude. Me, Dejay, Dan, her, man. We was down there talking shit, getting up, getting up on the podium. Cause I, I mean, shit, it, it, it just wasn't fair. I remember. And yes, it is. the game is rigged. If you got bread, then it's going to be a lot easier for you. And if you don't got bread, that means you got to hustle your ass off and risk your life some more to maintain the rent that you got to pay. Right. Because that's what the fuck I had to do. Right. Mm-hmm. Come on, man. You you paying over 10 grand at, Ten grand, and you got to build out a spot over a year. Over yeah, a year, so yeah. many people had to do that. They're just holding rent because that's required to to even be able to apply. And, right. and then then, then yeah. the land then the landlords hike up rent. As now soon as they know three dollars a square foot, you know what I'm saying? Four dollars a square foot right. for a fucking building that you're in, and you still got to do build outs. You still got to pay license and fees. You still got to be up to code. Like I didn't want to cultivate because I know there's going there's going to switch the LEDs. There's two Gs of light. I need to get DPS panels. I need to get get the full build out dosetrons. But it was going. I was looking at a half million. I ain't have a half million. Right. But distro didn't take. Then distro didn't take all of that. But it did. It did take a good chunk of money, and I was able to manage that mm-hmm. without having to get. I, I had one partner, Daniel Sosa, my dog. You know what I'm saying? One partner. You know, and um and 
shit, we we worked out an agreement. I I, I got my shit back from I got my other my equity back from him. Mm. You know what I mean? After shit, I think about a year, but like it wasn't because of financials. Right. You know what I'm saying? My landlords wouldn't let me back in my building unless I had had Dan on my side. Wow. You know what I'm saying? And Dan took a risk on me and shit, we talked to this day and he said, man, I am so proud of your success. I can't go nowhere without hearing your name in the weed industry. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so tell us a little bit about Ted's Buds and, and, and those are the beginnings. So, you know, what were some of the challenges that you had with Ted's Buds in order to get it into market? What were some of your strategies that did it? Because when, when you look at it and you look at, you know, how fast it grew in industry terms, in industry times, how impactful it was and where is Ted's Buds at today? Like where it started and where is like your monthly, you know, like impact of what you're moving? You know what I'm saying? I mean, I'll say them numbers. They go, they go mad. <laughs> you know, you got to be careful, man, when yeah. you stop them. You no, know, I understand, but, but I, I only say but, that to say this. Mm -hmm. Because people out there got to know what's possible. And because everybody complains about California, but there are success stories here. And, and because you're doing it right, people have a lot to learn from what you're doing. And even the people that, you know, think they're doing it right, still don't understand, you know, that the, the hustle that you put in behind it is what makes it work as well. So I'm just trying to give that out. I'm not, I don't, if you, you don't have to share numbers, but you, you can tell us where you at though. Like on a top 10 list, where are yeah. you sitting on certain, yeah, certain yeah, yeah. categories? Give us that. No, I'm up, I'm up there. I'm up there with the best of my, like I said, if I was a, di a different demographic, I'd be praised and awarded and some more shit. But I'm gonna just keep working and not working the competition. And I, I don't, and I don't even like to say the, the fucking competition, man. You know what I'm saying? Cause I'm in my own lane. I ain't thinking about you niggas. Uh, I ain't thinking about y'all at all. That part. I, I, we got we we got families to feed. You know what I'm saying? Um, shit. So last thing I'm thinking about is who in competition with me. Mm. I'm gonna do me and be genuine about it. You know, I know I can walk into a room and. I could make, I could be cool with it. You could drop me off in the middle of anywhere. I'm gonna be straight. <laughs> I'm gonna be straight. You know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, man, um, we move probably about 500 to 600 units a month. You know what I'm saying? And um, this is high end. We mm -hmm. sell at $30 an eighth. That's all I'm gonna give y'all. <laughs> if you look at this marketing, hold on one second. What I'm doing is I'm pulling out this marketing. Let's just start here. Right, so this is a shoebox. It has Ted's Buds on it. It has the flavors, Q, uh, QR code here. What is the QR code? QR code to? to take you to our website. It'll take you to the link tree, which you go to the website, you go to our YouTube, you go to all our socials. Mm -hmm. you, can find that, you can find us on every social one through that QR code. And then it say 32, which is a quarter pound of assorted different flavors. Yeah. Depending on what I want to put in there for you. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That's the QP box. It fit a QP perfectly. Yeah. And it's identical to a shoe box. You can throw your shoes in there. You can put your loose change in there. <laughs> who's, the, who's the guy on the front? Man, that's my grandpa. Oh, Ted, really? Ted, Ted is my grandpa. You know what I'm saying? Oh. So that that that's my grandpa. I named it after him just like I named my last business after my cousin got killed. So um, anytime I do something, it's going to be in tribute to Somebody that yeah, somebody important to yeah exactly yeah who who really was a catalyst in a in a really sparking all of this shit that's going on today. Do you think when you personalize businesses and you do that that you it's 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 a it's an emotional investment 
like that you it put into you, yourself. It, it makes you go that much harder. Yeah. Uh, like I said this on one, another podcast I was on. Shit ain't called pro logistics. It's called Ted's Buzz. That's possessive. <laughs> when you go look it up, it's an apostrophe after that D. Yeah. So it's possessive. <laughs> So um, that means I'm not gonna put a subpar product in a bag that says Ted's Buzz because. Oh, I see. Wow. Okay, you open the box. In there, you got the Ted Buzz fisherman hat. Mm-hmm. Bucket. bucket hat. Bucket hat. <laughs> oh, we got flavors. Ooh. Oh, we got flavors. Ooh. And we what is what are these here? This is biker shorts. You know what I'm Bi- okay, won't be wearing biker shorts <laughs> for, the, for the ladies. For the ladies. <laughs> okay, ladies. cool. Your merch is off the off the chain. Thank my you, my lady you. says your sweats are the best, the best thank, material. Thank you, thank yes. you, thank you, man. Thank you. Hey, man. So look, we got okay. So we got strength. So who does the marketing for this? Who who put together these ideas? The ideas is a collaborative thing, man. Mm. Um, I'll think of something. I'll draw something out. I'll give it to my tattoo artist, Brian. Shout out, Brian, man. Ray Ochoa. Um, and then uh, he'll sketch it out, get it all the way right, vectorize it, and we'll send it over to Jackie, my homegirl, my designer, who I've been rocking with since since I started independently dropping my own shit. Mm-hmm. And um, then she she brings it to life. She's a she she a fool with the colors. You know what I mean? She mm-hmm. she goes crazy. But everything starts pretty much from me. Mm-hmm. I'll think of something. I will say, man, I want this. You know what I mean? I'll okay. draw it out. You got donkey milk. Donkey milk. <laughs> you got peanut butter Scotty. Peanut okay. butter Scotty. You got big sound. Big squid. Big squid. Sorry. You got everlasting gumdrop. Shout out Shy Glizzy. <laughs> you got Zambi fluid. Zambi fluid. Shout out the Goonies. <laughs> you got hella jelly. Shout out THC spot. That's yeah, you I'm got smoking. dragon trash. Shout out jelly and Goonies. L- lots, Lords of the Skies. Lord of the Skies, shout and- out G's, man. <laughs> the Goonies, man. Hey. Yeah, this is, and the, and the packaging is 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 very bright, and and, and it's the same process for the packaging and the, and the strain names, Yeah, right? you got to think about it. When you go into the shop, man, um, it's so many things to look at. You got to catch a motherfucker eye. You got to catch their eye, so... You know what I'm saying? They got to right. do that double take when they looking at shit. Right. So um, the colors really matter. Um, a word of advice to other brands coming up, don't do black bags, man. No one sees them. Mm-hmm. Don't do dark color bags. No one sees them. No mm-hmm. one gives a fuck. <laughs> Keep it real with you. <laughs> you want to sell? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You got to be bright. You got to stand out. Yeah. You got to know what you're doing. You got, you got, I was a consumer. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? At one point in time. So I know how a consumer thinks. You know, so when I'm making packaging, I'm thinking of shit or names or whatever the fuck to go along with some new genetics we just got. Man, I'm I'm thinking like a consumer. What would I like to see when I walk in here? Mm-hmm. You Do you think saying? people are purchasing it based upon what it looks like on the back? I mean, you we have a cult following. You got people getting Ted's buzz tattoos, man. Wow. Um, <laughs> shout out Outcast King, man. Good looking out. <laughs> you know, um, like we have a cult following already because no matter what bag of Ted, something from Ted's buzz. If you go buy a bag at a shop, man, no matter what, there's gonna be some heat in it. Mm-hmm. That's consistent. Most we we the most consistent. You got some people who don't like certain badges because that's not really they they uh, the genetics that they fuck with, or maybe they don't like you know hybrid hybrid indica dominance or hybrid sativa dominance. Maybe they don't like Skittles. You know, to each his own. But we dropped over two hundred strains, so you gonna you gonna be able to find something you like. Wow. You know what I mean. 
I run the sh- I run the shit the same way I I was before I was doing this shit legal. Mm. I'm not playing no games. My shop didn't succeed because all I carried was Cali Kush Farms from the Kind Center. Mm. You know, I used to carry um some some uh Kush Co. I used to carry a lot of OGs and some gas in there. And mm-hmm. I'm on I'm on I'm on Arlington and MLK. Right. You know, I'm in the 30s, so niggas ain't got no money around here. Right. It's a thousand other shops right in my area. You know what I mean? So that's selling $15 eggs, $10. Mine mm-hmm. was 40 So I always stood on that principle. I'm not going to sell what I ain't going to smoke. Right. I just don't feel right. Right. You know, like, I there's don't. There's people that buy, you know, fucking Adidas, and then there's people that buy Louis Vuitton. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know, so, you know, you got to know your price and stand on stand on your price. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I believe in that, too. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. And so. So, so Ted's Buds is go, doing really well. But I know there's more to it because you're a musician as well. Yeah. Right? Just started that. Shit, has been a, about two years now. Yeah? I think about two years. Okay. Yeah, man. That was when I first walked in a motherfucking studio, just, you know, on some bullshit, just trying to see what I could come up with, you know? <laughs> now, okay. I mean, at the end of the day, man, you know, um, shout out Burner for being, you know, one of the pioneers in his, in his weed mm-hmm. rapping shit, but it's all the culture. The shoes is the culture. That's why I do. I did the shoe box. Mm-hmm. Who don't Who don't like the the pink Nike SB shoe box? You know what I'm saying with the with the old school with the old school Jordan. You know all that shit is hard, man. Mm-hmm. Like that shit we grew we grew up on. Mm-hmm. This is shit that's no, give you nostalgic feelings when you look at it. Right. You see the everlasting gumdrop. You uh, that's Willy Wonka. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's just. It got to be some. You just got to get in. You just got to get you in. You know how to brain. speak to your audience. Yeah, Fucking absolutely. Right. And right. when it come down to the music, I was just like, shit, they paying that. You you see on Instagram, niggas like, go to Pounds Club. Do it. You know what I'm saying? They got the best gas. They got a touchdown. Do it. You know what I'm saying? 10 second post. Then people be paying 20,000, 10,000, 15,000 just to get these rappers to say, make a 10, a 10 second post saying, go, go fuck with this motherfucking, this distro or whatever when you come down like, yeah. Nigga, what? Like, I will start rapping and get the, <laughs> Nigga, I, I will turn myself into a rapper, nigga. It ain't nothing in the world that I feel like I can't do. Okay. Oh, like, cause I will, I, cause I'm gonna outwork you at it. That that's just that's just my fit. I'm from I'm from Nebraska. I'm from Omaha, Nebraska. Agriculture land. Like, nigga, like <laughs> farmers, hard, hard working motherfucking people, man. Yeah. Resilient. Yeah. You know, all season. So mm. All right. That bad straight up. So that's why I'm rapping now. I'm a rapper. Oh yeah. I'm a rapper now. Straight up. So okay, yeah. so so what was the hardest how did you go about that? Cause you know, I I did a couple of gospel records here and there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> so so how did you so how did you find becoming an artist? And what did, what were some of the things that you think that you've done already in, in that lane? And and do you do music strictly to support what you're doing in cannabis, or is it a, a creative expression that now, you now like doing? it's a creative expression. Yeah. It's, t- it's totally therapeutic or extremely frustrating. Right, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, bro, fuck this shit. I'm like, you know, I, I dip. But um, at first it was just like I, I just wanted to do a mixtape with my cousin Cyril. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Shout out Cyril, nigga. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but um, I wanted to do a mixtape one, so I was like, fuck it, I'm gonna spend some money and actually go try to write. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We we just have us a mixtape, cause we used to like rap on our laptops. Mm-hmm. But it was just more of a hobby when we seen each other. Shit, I just jumped in that motherfucker and now it's a passion of mine. Like, yeah. I love to do it, you know? Okay. I love to do it, I love to hop on beats. I just released a project called Ted Talk Volume One. Oh, that's on, dope. It's yeah. on It's on all streaming platforms, you just look it up. 
I'm just in there talking shit, straight up. I'm talking shit, man, because I I've seen a lot of shit. Yeah. Um, I've seen a lot of shit. I know how a lot of I know how a lot of people think, and I know how I think. Yeah. So okay, so so you said something interesting, man. Nebraska. Like, how, let's take it back there. How, tell us about <laughs> Nebraska and how did you get from Nebraska to LA? Bro, my mom came here. It, yeah. You know what I'm saying? My mom came here and uh, she brought me and my sister, and we always moved back and forth from my grandma to my mom, grandma to my mom. You know what I'm saying? We out there. How old were you? Shit, first time we came here, I think I was six. Yeah. You know, six was here, li lived around, um, went back there. And came back here, and I ended up staying in high school. Mm. And shit, man, Nebraska is just, you know, Terrence Bud Crawford from there. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? He from North Omaha, too. It's just resilient people, man. It just, I mean, they sleep on us. They dissed us in belly. They dissed us in belly. I don't know what the Omaha they niggas did. They dissed a lot of niggas in belly. Yeah, West just, Coast niggas all kinds of shit. They dissed a lot of us in belly. That shit, you know, but... I forgot part of your question. They kind of combined <laughs> everybody together, right? <laughs> yeah. They was like country niggas, West Coast niggas, all y'all niggas. But, but why different. they do us like that? <laughs> at, at, at first of all, the niggas were right. He was eating a banana. Yeah. And then every right. one of them niggas had finger waves or some Nigga, shit. Nigga, that was West Coast shit. It was like the, it, they combined niggas. You know what I mean? I was like, this shit, this shit the is The whole awful. diaspora. We don't even talk like that. Mm -hmm. No. <laughs> Mm -mm. Uh, drop, drop a dime on them niggas. <laughs> I don't like that shit. I don't like that shit. Mm -mm. I don't like that shit. <laughs> Straight up. Yeah. Yeah, I'm all the, I'm all the shit, man. I, I love my home, my hometown. Yeah. Um, I've been here, so shit, I, I love this motherfucker too. Straight mm -hmm. up. Are you, are you the youngest in your family? No, nah, I ain't the youngest. Okay. Shit, I got two seven-year-old sisters. And I'm the oldest. Uh, my mom got four kids. Nice. I'm the oldest. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. Mm. And uh, I got all sisters, even on my dad's Ooh. side. So dope. Yeah, I'm not. I'm really the only man in my like in a, in my yeah. little family. You know a lot of saying? responsibility on you. Yeah. Hell yeah. But my grandma had 14 kids. Like everybody from my mom. Like I got a gang of aunts and uncles. I got hella cousins. Like I got yeah. to ask motherfuckers, is you my cousin? Yeah. <laughs> you know. Like, yes. Uh, do you, do you got a family reunion down at the lake every year? <laughs> I ask every Puerto Rican what their last name is, just in case. Yeah, yeah. yeah you gotta be on that shit. But I met a cousin of mine in LA last year. Really? So, yeah. Oh shit. Oh, that's yeah. Right. He's like, you know, he's like, you got an aunt named Lucy. I was like, yeah. He's like, yeah, me too. <laughs> and it's like, damn. And our moms are. First cousins. Oh, that's really? dope. Yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> I just hired my cousin that I just I just met Dom, I'll say like probably like five years ago. My his dad, who I'll be seeing in Omaha, my cousin, was like, hey, you know Dom out there? <laughs> like yeah. shit. I pull it up and shit. But it'd be like that though. Mm -hmm. How it's many like, people do you employ and how many of them are like friends or, or relatives? Shit, it's probably like twenty of us. And everybody I I know and I love, mm -hmm. you know, and I want to see succeed. Mm -hmm. That I want I want them to grow at the business, you know. My mom worked for me. Shit, my cousins have worked for me. My sisters worked for me. Uh, close friends worked for me. You know, my my homie who shit he hired me at GameStop when I was sixteen when I moved back out here. Mm -hmm. You know, and we worked together. Um, shit, my cousin boyfriend worked for me. Mm -hmm. My cousin best friend worked. Like it's all close knit people. This ain't right. just. We don't be hiring motherfuckers. Like it's hard that. to find good people. Yeah. yeah. And we talk a lot about, uh, on the show about whether hiring 
inward or outward is better. When I say inward, I'm talking about people you know, relatives, mm. friends. That's, a, that's complex. Question. It's that's complex yeah. because I it's it's come back and bit me in the ass yeah. plenty of times. Yeah. You know, um, I want I always end up the bad guy. I always end up mm -hmm. the guy who fucking didn't do something right. Correct. But nine times out of ten is something that they either didn't do or did and wasn't supposed to do. A hundred percent. I understand what you're saying. It's tough. It's very tough to to work with family, work with close friends because they have a certain expectation or any type of entitlement. Any, anything like that can go on. And I understand why, you know, but um as being a big hearted person that I am, man, I um I guess I got a lot of patience, but at the same time, like I'm realizing right now, like, I cannot let this fail because I'm being too nice. Mm -hmm. I can't get violated for being too nice. So I'm changing up my whole demeanor. But at the end of the day, man, my, my love for them net never changes. And if they love me enough, um, they will respect what I'm doing. I just look at it this way, man. If I'm, I could be in a way, you know what I mean, of somebody. And they could, you know, it, it just, uh, does it put you supposed in, to be there, yeah. Yeah, does it put I, you in more uncomfortable situations that are just unnecessary, considering, like, this is a very complex industry. What you're doing is not exactly a common business. Yeah. So does it complicate it even further, or...? I just don't want to make myself a target. Mm. You know what I mean? That's yeah. that. Unfortunately, in the world that we live in, um, you got to think about that type of shit. If I'm, if I'm the difference between somebody making millions or billions of dollars, you know what I mean? What lengths would they go to? Mm. You know what I mean? So not, not only do, you know, you got to think about a nigga trying to smoke you on some regular shit. You got to think about this aspect, you mm -hmm. know? I'm sorry. You got to think about all aspects and you just got to protect yourself at all costs. Yeah. And um, do the minimal, the most minimal of shit. You know what I mean? Can't That's crazy. That's crazy. You, you know, yeah. we, you know, I, I hear you say that and it just makes me think, you know, everybody in the cannabis industry doesn't have to worry about that. You know, it's some people that come here and just do business, but we, meaning you and I are both in the same boat, we have to literally beware of our environments because if we too successful, yeah. then we become targets. Exactly. Yeah. And I know that there's a lot of crazy shit going on in California right now. People trying to kick in doors. I, I mean, I've had one of my distribution yeah. centers kicked in before. Mm -hmm. That was an inside job. So, mm -hmm. you know, it's not, everything is not what it seems. Um, but there is an element of danger in what we do. There, there's a huge element of danger in that social economic fucking. But not for everybody, which is the point I'm trying to make. Yeah, some people you, just go to bed freely, like ah, you had a good day the, at the shop today. Mm -hmm. you no know, problems. The, the, the way I look at it on some real shit, um, if you work in this, if you work in this fucking industry, no matter what, you got to think about the element of you know what I mean, robbery, robberies and burglaries and even death. It's a lot of armed brazen robberies going on. You right? you, you bring up a and good point. Um, got, there was an incident that just happened. Uh, uh, ten, eight to ten guys tried to break into yeah. somebody's dispensary, tripped an alarm. He was close by, showed up, exchanged fire with him. He's now under arrest for attempted murder, four counts attempted murder. What do you think of that? I think it's bullshit. At the end of the day, man, I would have did the same shit mm -hmm. if I'm close by. That's why I moved closer to my warehouse. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Just in case some shit is going down. But, but 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 the problem the problem is not to cut you off. The problem is 
that the police department, sheriff's department, I forget who's which agency is actually um, looking at it, but they are fully prosecuting this guy and saying that he shouldn't exchange fire with them because essentially it's just a property crime. It's not like nobody was an intimate. It, it, it was in danger and nobody was uh, harmed in the process. He was basically saying if let him steal the shit. Huh. I would um, like to see the law and how it was interpreted because it's weird that he wouldn't get a self-defense pass if he had intruders. Well, I think, he, I think he, he fired first. But oh. but he came from a different location to the warehouse to confront the robbers. Correct. Mm. That's where he fucked he up. He put himself I'm not in. saying I'm not saying I would have did it and he shot first. Like like I would have I would have did the same shit. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? I would have went down there. But I would have went down there with a goddamn you know what I'm saying with a 357 or something you know yeah, what I mean yeah I'm not leaving no shit you yeah. know what I'm saying we getting out of, you know what I'm saying like you giving we, up too we, much we, game we, 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 okay we, you giving up too much game you know what I'm saying that, but at the end of the day man it, it's fucked up but right is right and wrong is wrong right mm -hmm. um and I mean, these these guys are pretty brazen. They uh, they, they run up, up. In, and they're armed. You, you, okay, you, but you here's the thing: I put some of this on the California state government because why are you making cash only businesses put their addresses online? Come on, open targets. They have to pay taxes in cash. Open targets. Like you make it so easy for a criminal to go do their job because your system is flawed. It needs to be overhauled, and it's ridiculous that people have to hire so much security to keep themselves safe because you refuse to get your shit together Literally. Mm. so i put some of it on the on the government a lot of it is on them yeah um, that you know uh this shit is this shit is happening every single night damned mm -hmm. if you do damned every if night. you don't every night you gotta, you gotta protect your your investment yeah and not everybody plays fair so what's the happy medium you was, was this this was up north you said in santa no this cruz? is here right is here in la or santa um, cruz? no in santa cruz oh, santa cruz yeah it was up in Santa Cruz, and you gotta mm -hmm. think about it too, man. Um, the bay, the north, up north is just fucked up in general. Like the police not even coming. They're not. You know, they're, they're not. not even coming. Mm -hmm. Straight up. So the simple fact that uh, it, it ain't it ain't really no meaning. Hire twenty four hour security, man. That stay outside. You know, they get they get paid and they're okay legally to shoot at these motherfuckers. I think uh, I think that's a wise investment. Um, insurance is hard to get on mm -hmm. cannabis products. Mm -hmm. you, um, yeah, you're not gonna get paid. Yeah, yeah. It, it, in fact, it's I don't think it's existing so far. I've, you know, when uh, when our warehouse got broken into, um, there was six figure amounts of of product taken, and um, the insurance just refused to cover no, whatever it was. It's just like it's a double loss. Not only do we use to lose the retail dollars, we used to, we lost the wholesale dollars, and we lost the packaging costs. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It was it it was a double whammy. So the manufacturing costs. There's so many things that happened. You mm -hmm. know, in that one instance. Mm -hmm. So you know, yeah, I wish I could have at least had an opportunity to stop them, but at what cost? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like taking somebody's life. Is it worth you know a couple hundred thousand dollars worth of weed? Right. Yes. No, I'm, 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 I'm just fucking with you. Fuck, yeah, that's man. a moral dilemma. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's a moral dilemma. Yeah, just, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. For me, it's not. I'm just, you know, obviously I'm joking, but, you know, I, I just think that, you know, it's getting to a point where there's no risk versus reward issue mm -hmm. in that crime. You got, you just got to tighten up. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's the only thing you can do. You just got to tighten up. That's mm -hmm. it.
you gotta you gotta be secured up, security up. You gotta have all your shit together, man. You gotta know how how they think too, and they you gotta know what you know. what I'm saying you gotta know, like how you gotta put yourself in the mind of other people and mm. really try to understand how they think in order to know how to the divert or you know what I'm saying stop those type of things yeah. from happening. Just just to divert back to something I just had a thought about with Ted's buds, the popularity of it is really huge. Do you have any issues with people trying to knock your shit off or recreate what you do, like imitate you, knock it no, off? No, it's, it's, it's flattering. Um, when I see the fake bags downtown or people tag me in that shit, I, I, I think it's lovely. I used to get offended about it, but I'm like, oh, it's just free marketing. And uh, that just mean we getting out there and people want us all over. I mean, I get emails all the time from people from all over the world asking, do, do you ship, do you ship, you know what I'm saying? Fake or, pages popping fake up page. too. Yeah, How many Ted's Buds pages is I mean, out it's there? probably like 20, 30 of them. And then they got fake websites. Like, yeah. don't be going to the .nets and all that. <laughs> you could, they, put, they got numbers on there. You could call somebody in, in Africa is gonna answer. <laughs> oh, y'all got duck sauce? Oh. You order on the website. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so there's people out here getting God with it. Let me tell you right now, man, it's only two pages. You got Ted's Buds Goods, no underscore, no period. And you got Ted's Buds Co, one underscore. Mm. Underscore, not one underscore, but underscore after the O. Yeah. Like, that is Those it, are the bro. real pages. Don't quit. People keep hitting me saying they sent money and then they slandered me online because they think yeah. I stole their money or something. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. we're not doing all of that. Like, you didn't send it to me. Mm-hmm. Nope, that wasn't yeah, me. Yeah, I, I go through that with Napalm all the time. There's a whole bunch of pages. There's only one Napalm. is Napalm Brands and everybody else is full of shit. So mm-hmm. don't send money to the internet. We don't do that shit. No. We don't no. ship anything. Mm-hmm. You have to buy it in the dispensary. Yes, mm-hmm. If you're buying it offline, it ain't it it's ain't not us. Real. It's not real. It's yeah. too good to be true. Right. Yeah. You know, you're and about my to packaging buy is hard as fuck to try to duplicate. Yeah. yeah it's hard. That, you gonna, you gonna spend some bread trying to do it. Yeah. Yeah. That's like, smart. It's like when when you see, you know, back in the day you see some shoes on eBay, you, you know what I'm saying? You add them to your cart and everything, you just be watching, trying to get them. Yeah. Wonder if you could get them and um Damn, I'm high, though. I forgot what I was about to say. <laughs> it happens a lot yeah. on the show. Yeah. <laughs> that like, must be oh, some yeah, fire it's too weed. good. And then you get them, then Jordan like this. Yeah, yeah. like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Jordan like this, so he ain't even doing this. So, you know what I'm saying? It was too good to be true. It couldn't be $60. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, so, if it, mm-hmm. if it sound good, to, too good to be true, it's not it. What's your vision for the future of Ted's Buds? I want dispensaries. Mm. Let's get these retail locations popping. Let's get this motherfucker federal. Let me turn my shits into 18 wheelers. Man, we, we, shit. Well, I'll tell you what, I, I, I could extend, I could extend something to you guys are seeing this, hearing this, mm. you know, in real time. Let's go. I have a dispensary, my first store opening in Bel Air. Really? It's called Exhibits West Coast Cannabis. Congratulations. <laughs> I would like Ted's Buds to have a kiosk in my store and be part of our grand opening. And I, I would like to extend, cause I'd like to take care of people that I see the future and that I know is hustling and grinding. And this would be a really good spot for you. We'd love to be here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Look at that, 
black cannabis industry there collaboration. And that's how and that's how it's done. Collaboration. You know what I'm <laughs> I love it. Yeah, that'll be really dope. I mean, it's it's a really dope spot. I, I can't wait to bring that to you guys. It's going to be like a tribute to everything West Coast culture. Uh, cannabis is a big part of that, and you guys are going to be pretty amazed at this space. Hell yeah. Um, yeah, Bel Air is going down. We're going to try to do a soft launch in December and then go full-fledged top of the year. Mm. A, lot of, a lot of big things happening in uh, 2024. Yeah. Man, hell yeah. Definitely looking Agreed. forward to it. Yeah, hell yeah. So there it is. We're going to do it. You guys can get your Ted's Buds at Exhibits West Coast Cannabis. It's going to be crazy. Mm. It's going to be crazy. Where can, how many stores are you in now? Probably about 550. Nice. And there's, there's about 900 legal stores in California. So you, if you're in more than man. half of them, that's, that's big business. Yeah. Man. Yeah. It's, it's something. And now shops is calling. Can, hey, can we get a menu? Can we get a menu? You yeah. know, like we did the footwork online and put our footprint down and now we're sought after, you mm -hmm. know? Right. So we had a, we had a real good space in our, in, in our careers, I guess, you know, cause mm -hmm. it, I can only see going up. We we only going up from here. Yeah. You know, we we keep mixing everything into it and stay grassroots and continue to be ourselves. You know, with the skits and everything. You see the skit? Yeah. You said, no, nah, the eight mile one. No, I ain't seen that see one. You see it? I bet I tagged you and it does. Oh, okay, yeah. I got, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna have to show it to you, man. But All we right. did we did the eight mile. Okay, cool. You know, and we was talking about boo. You need to, <laughs> like next time leave that bullshit home on the dresser. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Well, I, I look, dude, um, I really feel like, you know, your brand um, is one of the ones that, that we should be paying attention to. Do you have any plans to go uh, into other states? Nope. Right now, California's your focus. Yeah, California is it. It's always going to be it. So, like, um, yeah, you can open up all over and sell your weed all over and go find a facility to grow your genetics and cut a deal with them and then take your package down there, put it in there. But... If I, if I ain't there to really uh, QC, man, it. QC it, then yeah. I don't trust it like that, you know? And um, oh. like we still in a gray area. Mm. So us doing business together, like it still may not, may not be, you know, like, like what if you run off? Yeah. You know, what if I don't get paid? Right. What if you put subpar, a subpar product in my bag? Damage the brand. And, yeah. and you damage my shit. So mm. it means too much. This is called Ted's Buzz. It means too much to me to, to do some shit like that. Right. It don't make sense. So mm -hmm. um, in California, just like everybody got to come here. You know, you got people that come here and, and to get on and you know what I'm saying? They still, and when tourists and shit get off the plane, first place, uh, oh man, where the dispensary? Yeah, at? Dr. Green some, Thumb, LAX uh, yep. right there. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Mad oh, Men oh, is right what? there. I got, I got to get some gas. Yeah. Then let's go to Roscoe's. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then, you know what I'm saying? Like, the like that, that yep. is the routine of goddamn, as, as far as I know, 80, 90% of, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, people that come here. You know what I'm, and I ain't, not people, but people like us that come mm -hmm. here. Yeah. I know how they think. Yeah. I know how we think, so I know that 80, 90% of y'all coming down, gonna touch down, need that gas, and y'all gonna find something to eat. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so, I just need to make sure that you can't go around the block and go get this shit. Right. Like you go get every other brand in, in another state and you go find a weed down there. Yeah. Um, but you're not gonna find our weed down there like that. Do you cause, do you do you consider Ted's Buds boutique? Yeah. Because at the end of the day, that's why it sells so well, because people be seeing all the posts from all over the world. Mm -hmm. 
And then they, when they finally come in town, it's the first thing they gotta go get. Right. And bud tenders and shit tell me, and, sh- and shop owners and shit tell me. And they be like, man, when they come in, if people buy Ted's Bugs, they buy it. They don't just buy one. Mm-hmm. Right. They buying a half, they buying a zip at a time. Wow. You know what I'm saying? So, um, like, as long as I keep my demand like that and I stay up out y'all state with my weed, every time y'all come down and come to, cause y'all, y'all coming to California for some reason. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. You know what I'm Sunshine saying? Sunshine and weed. You, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Y'all, y'all gonna be like, I need that Ted's Bugs. That's the only one I had. I already had motherfucking. I already had all the all these other brands. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it's just not heavily sought after. You know, you gotta make yourself ugh. ugh. <laughs> like, man, I don't even I don't even wanna deal with y'all. I don't even wanna deal with this side of the game. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, let me these people over here, I can motherfucking put in collections, I can sue, I can motherfucking you know what I'm saying? I'll do mm-hmm. what I gotta do legally to get my fucking bread back or or make myself feel better. Mm-hmm. Over here. You you might have to do some other shit. You know what I'm saying? Or you gotta you just gotta take that in. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you can't find it in nothing. You know? <laughs> like it's bad. Like at least over here, oh like I got you still. You know what I'm saying? Like, one of the benefits. On. One of the benefits of, of of being in the legal market. Yeah. Track and trace metric. Let's see. <laughs> it all works together. Shout out metric. Shout out metric. <laughs> look, look, look. <laughs> no. <laughs> we got Tez Buds in the building, man. Uh, how did they get in touch with you, man? Man, holla at me on uh, what you call that shit? Instagram, Twitter, <laughs> um, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Telegram, Telegram, dude. Hold on, let me stop. Yeah. Telegram, bro. It's too many people getting scammed on Telegram. Tez Buds LLC. That's me. We don't sell. We don't ship. What else I'm on? A social club. Mm-hmm. Uh, we on all that shit. Snapchat. <laughs> go, just go find us, man. We, you know, shit or email us at tezbuzz at yahoo.com. <laughs> there you go. You guys got all the lines. Tez yeah, Buds. You know. we, we definitely appreciate you, man. Thank you for coming on the, the Lasagna Ganja podcast. Um, I'm X to the Z exhibit. And I'm your girl, Tammy, a.k.a. the Cannabis Cutie. Yo, man, please follow my man. Please get with, if you haven't tried Tez Buds, you have to go pick up some at your local dispensary. He's more than likely going to be in store. This is the man right here. Now you put a name to the face. Change your and, life. And, and, and now, now we're now we even closer to the man himself. We literally Theodore, bu- thank you for coming, bro. Mm-hmm. Thank y'all. It's we will literally bust the, your lungs out the back of your body. I'm All right. You. I don't know if that's a good selling point, but yes, we get what you're saying. Take it. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's the Lasagna Ganja Podcast. Check out the Lasagna Ganja podcast wherever podcasts are streamed. And check out our separate feed with video episodes. Available on Spotify and YouTube. For more information, visit dcpofficial.com.